it's destiny welcome back today we're reading my uncle martin's words for america and it's by angela ferris watkins phd hi my name is angela i want to tell you how my uncle martin used the power of words to help make america better before america elected its first african-american president or the first African-American woman ran for president, or an African-American was appointed as a Supreme Court judge, before African-Americans became astronauts or Hollywood directors or billionaires, America was a very different place. There were laws in America that made life difficult for African-Americans. These laws kept African-Americans from exercising their civil rights such as being able to choose where they could eat, drink, shop, or live. They were called Jim Crow laws. Jim Crow laws prevented African Americans from enjoying life as other people did. African Americans were segregated or kept apart from white Americans. Some people believed in segregation. They were prejudiced. My Uncle Barton did not believe in Jim Crow laws or segregation. He was very disturbed with the way things were in the United States. He became a leader in the American Civil Rights Moment, Movement. His name was Martin Luther King Jr. Uncle Martin worked hard to change Jim Crow laws. He stood up and spoke out against them. He said to crowds of hundreds of thousands of people, that new laws should be created that would give African Americans their civil rights. It was a good thing he did, too, because people stopped and listened to him. His deep and captivating voice had a rhythm and vibration just like music. Uncle Martin's voice had power, and so did his words. Uncle Martin believed that the solution to changing Jim Crow, Crow laws was love. So he used words of love. And that's when America began to change. Slowly and bit by bit, America changed. When prejudiced people bombed his house where his wife Coretta, my aunt, and his first baby Yolanda, my cousin, were at home, Uncle Martin said with a loud voice, Nonviolence! The prejudiced people bombed his house because they didn't want him to fight against Jim Crow laws. Nonviolence means that you will not use hate, weapons, or harmful words to solve your problems. You will only use love. Some people wanted to fight back with guns, but Uncle Martin said nonviolence or non-existence. By this, he meant that only love would solve problems. Violence would result in people hurting one another, and some might die. When Uncle Martin used the word nonviolence, people listened and things began to change. The people who wanted to fight back with violence put their guns away and their words of hate. They listened to Uncle Martin talk about how much more powerful love is. He showed them how unconditional love would give them the power to change things. Uncle Martin cried out, Justice! in Montgomery, Alabama, where African Americans were forced to sit back in the back of city buses or stand to give their seats to white Americans if the bus was too crowded. Uncle Martin said, let justice roll down like waters. 
and he meant that everyone should be created could be ugh, should be treated fairly. When Uncle Martin used the word justice, people listened, and things changed. African Americans boycotted the bus company. They stopped riding the buses. Uncle Martin's words of love gave them courage, and for 381 days, African Americans walked or rode in carpools. Then the rules on the city buses changed. The United States Supreme Court ruled that segregation on buses was against the law. African Americans and all Americans could sit wherever they wanted to. Uncle Martin called out freedom in a public letter where he wrote that he wrote from jail in Birmingham, Alabama. We will win our freedom, he wrote when he was arrested by for trying to change laws in Birmingham. These laws kept African Americans from using the same water fountains as white Americans or eating at the same restaurants or using the same restrooms. Freedom means that people are not controlled by other people or unfair rules. Uncle Martin's letter became known as the letter from Birmingham jail. It contained almost 7,000 words. It was a very long letter. When Uncle Martin used the word freedom, people listened and things changed. People started to march in the streets to show that they wanted change. Even though angry police dogs and water hoses were turned on them, they kept on marching. Uncle Martin's words of love gave them the strength to keep going. They sang, We Shall Overcome. They kept on marching until the Supreme Court of the United States said that Birmingham's segregation of African Americans was against the law. African Americans could enjoy public places just like everyone else. Uncle Martin spoke of brotherhood to thousands of people in the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C., when he delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. Standing on the steps of Lincoln Memorial, Uncle Martin said that we should all sit down together at the table of brotherhood, and by that he meant that we should all come together and love each other like family. When Uncle Martin used the word brotherhood, the people listened and things changed. African Americans and white, Amer and white Americans returned to their homes and worked even harder to end the laws that prevented African Americans from enjoying public places like amusement parks and hotels all over the United States. Soon after, a new law was passed, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and segregation at parks, hotels, and other public places ended. Uncle Mark sh Martin shouted, Equality! to thousands of people in Selma, Alabama. In order to remove the, the laws that kept African Americans from voting, equality means that no one is treated differently from anyone else. When Uncle Martin used the word equality, people listened and things changed. Thousands of people marched. They started in Selma and headed for Montgomery, Alabama. Angry mobs of police and prejudiced people stopped their first attempt. But the marchers started again just a few days later. Uncle Martin's words of love kept them motivated. The second time, they made it. They marched all the way to Montgomery, almost 55 miles. It took five days and four nights, but the people kept on marching, and they marched without fear. Again, they sang, We shall overcome. Love will see us through. We shall overcome. After the march, a new law was passed, the 1965 Voting Rights Act. It ruled that 
it was against the law to do things that would keep African Americans from voting, like charging them a poll tax and giving them difficult tests. African Americans could then go straight to the voting polls, just like everyone else. I am so glad that Uncle Martin spoke, because people listened, and America has never been the same. The end. Martin Luther King's story is so inspirational, and hearing it from his niece's point of view is really cool. And I hope that you enjoyed the story as much as I did, and that you are pushing towards your dreams and trying to make changes happen for the better. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from, anything that you would like to tell me. I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com again beloved children's books at gmail.com i hope to hear from you soon bye